Don't forget to rate and review us, and please, please tell a friend. Uh, you already know how to shop on Amazon. It's easy enough, but so is helping us. Just go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We really appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. I got to say, there's nothing like celebrating a 4th of July than doing a podcast in the middle of a Category 1 hurricane. Born in the USA! Mark is back. Mark. 41 shots, baby. <laughs> uh, on today's podcast, uh, we're going to review uh, the movie Her, starring Joaquin Phoenix, the voice of uh, Scarlett Johansson, and... Um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, thank you. Uh, I just lost my train of thought. It happens. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't sleep. Um, also, doing uh, entertainment news, notes, and anecdotes. Uh, and uh, apparently, I am competing once again in the birthday game, the celebrity birthday game. You're going down this week. Yeah. It's going to go off. Am I going against you? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, to close up shop, we'll uh, talk about week uh, closing up uh, week two of my uh, training for the um, my first tournament in uh, late September. You're looking swole. You got yeah. the. You, you've so, been lifting um, weights. Yeah. Thank looking you very big. Much. Thank you very much. As usual, waiting on Mark. It happens. Um, so please have a seat. And, yeah, uh, we're, yeah, we're at my house this week, so yeah, I'm living it up. Living it up. We did the Excited barbecue. Excited about it. All right. So. No, no, hang on. Doing the barbecue? If we did a barbecue. Now I'm done. We cooked some burgers. Yeah. Not, as, as Brady Quinn says, now I'm done. Now I'm done. Uh, if you hear any lightning during the podcast, well, don't be scared. It's past tense. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy out right now. It's like wicked dark, and it's raining pretty heavy. Yeah, but it'll probably pass yeah. up. We saw some lightning. We got a tropical storm, or something or other. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, Mark, how was your trip to Connecticut? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, we did. I don't know. Went to the folks' house, you know, hung out. My dad bought us McDonald's for dinner. That, um, that was the rumor on last yeah, week's podcast. Yeah, talked to you guys on the podcast. McDonald's. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just you know told a couple people about what we're doing out up here. A um, couple buddies of mine. So if they're subscribed and they're listening right now, Eric and Justin, what up, buddies? What up, dudes? All right, let's get to the Hope movie. you guys are listening. So, yeah. 2013, a uh, movie was called Her, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, about a about-to-be-divorced um, middle-aged male who um, suddenly becomes romantically involved with a hi- uh, artificial hyper-intelligence with the voice of Scarlett Johansson. And uh, OS? You know what? I don't, you guys, take it away. Joe, uh, did you not watch it? Joe watched it, right? Joe watched it, kind of. He sat in the back room. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? We'll, we'll get to that later. You guys go ahead. Apparently, I, I'm the only one that liked this I, movie. No, I said that I liked it. I just said it, it, it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. I, I mean, from the preview, the trailer, it, it just wasn't what I expected. It was very, um, very you- sexual. In, like, an unexpected way. I mean, I didn't really think that... You know what I mean? I just didn't really think much about it going into it. And I already convinced myself before I saw it that I was going to love it. So, I'm gonna ha- my goal is to watch it again and um, 
you know, see what happens from it. But yeah, I I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Okay, I kind of separated the uh, the whole storyline about how you know as a society we're too dependent and on our technology, blah blah blah. But you I think s- that was what they were trying to say. Yeah. I don't know. But I, like, separated myself from that whole storyline and just took it as, like, a uh, relationship story and took it for what it was, you know, like, from the root. Okay. I thought the acting was really good. I thought the writing was excellent. I I mean, Spike Jones has done some good stuff in in his day. I mean, I I kept thinking the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, all right. I'm like, at the end of this movie, all of a sudden he's going to find out, oh, hey, we're fucking with you. And somebody's somebody's messing around. It's a big fucking joke. Pulling and, a manti tail on her. Yeah, and exactly. That's the, that's the only thing I kept thinking the whole entire time. Or, or maybe it was made up. Maybe he was dreaming. You know, maybe he created this uh, this OS in his mind. You know, because he was so lonely and upset. If you're having trouble picturing, does that keep turning on or is it me? Yeah, it does. She's going in the restroom. She's listening to our podcast. She should. So the the way Sneaky. if you're having trouble and you haven't seen the movie, um, the way that I could describe the is if. Ikea, Apple, and J. Crew took over the universe. This is what it would yes. look like. Yes, yes, I, that's, that's, I agree. It's like everybody in in high waisted J. Crew pants that are yeah. What was with the high waisted <laughs> pants? The, the extremely long I have no fly idea. zipper on yeah, these pants. Yeah, it was awesome. The hipster, like, the hipster universe. Was what they it was. It was like almost like they it was took, like it was like one giant. The movie was like one giant coffee shop in the middle. Yeah, of Yeah, it was like the hipster revolution. Nice. It was like the hipster look took over to a new level, and everyone. I mean, I like the shirts that he was wearing in the movie. I thought they were very colorful. So did uh, Chris Pratt. Um, no, I think it was uh, Theodore like Chris Pratt shirt. Oh, that's right. Right, yeah, like that, that like funny. '80s polo that he was rocking out. I think my dad has the same one. They all had sweet, sweet mustaches. Yeah. Well, yeah, when I was watching it, Lauren's like, "What's up with this mustache?" What's up with like, the '70s porn? I don't stash. know. It's like, it was like a hipster like vibe is what they're giving off, and like. They're the wool pants. It looks like sweatpants, you know? I was like... By the way, we have the worst hipster talk ever on this podcast. I've written an article defending None of us know what hipsters are. Really? (laughs) We don't? No, we do. I'm just joking. I I did. Back in the day, I wrote one. It was called The Very Hipster Holiday. It was actually a pretty good article. I ended up defending them. Yeah? I I figured I'd take a different approach. Hey, like what you like. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I, I, I really thought the acting and the... So the acting in it, I thought was exceptional. And I, I thought they really did a good job. Oh, I remember one of the things I wrote down. Good. Okay. So, in my mind, and I'm sure all of you guys, Joe, if it's a little too soon, I apologize. Go ahead. Do you guys have in your head during a certain argument, a certain breakup, a certain situation that you can remember sitting and staring at something while you were doing it? And when you think about that event, you see it in your head? Yes. Because I Maybe. remember certain arguments and certain during times during a breakup where I was looking up at a tile ceiling for like an hour and a half having a conversation with somebody. Okay. And in this movie, what they kept doing is during the serious conversations, they would zoom in on like a piece of concrete. And then they would zoom in on something floating through the air while they're having an argument. And it really... Really? Between who? Like just anybody. Like when they were having that serious... Oh, he man. was freaking out and worrying about her liking somebody else or whatever. Yeah. And he's sitting there, and it's just for like a minute and a half. It's a piece of concrete, and it's to me, it just I'm seemed gonna, more realistic. I'm, I might have to go back and rewatch this because. But that's what stuck out to me, though, is because it's like everyday situations, and you're like, you know, you're in the middle of this serious conversation, but you're just staring at like a fucking chair, and yeah. that's going to be the memory you have from that situation. 
Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But no, I understand what you're saying. I, I like the way they did the the pullaways from that during that during the because they did it like multiple times. Like every time they were having an argument or like even when they're like in the bed, they would like you know show something like on the okay. wall. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. All right. I don't right. know. I think I kind of remember that. I mean, I don't know. It was really I thought hot. the cinematography was really, it was really hot last night in my yeah. house while I was watching this movie. So, did you like the soundtrack? Because I, I did. I, I thought the it. soundtrack was really good. Um, so, Arcade Fire, I guess, was involved in a lot. In it. Oh, really? I mean, I just I saw oh, you know, I read that a long time ago. You're um, right. The soundtrack's not available on iTunes though. They only have like one song on there, and it's like four versions of like a, a like a ukulele song that they, they do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good song though. And it's not on Rhapsody either, so I. I was kind of disappointed. I wanted to listen to the soundtrack. Did you know we're available on iTunes and Stitcher? We are, yes. yes but they're not. And streaming on, uh, you know, Positive Sarcasm. That's PS.PositiveSarcasm.com. Is it PositiveSarcasm.com, right? You Is think after PC? 15 episodes, you know the website Brand right name, 16. I just type in Positive Sarcasm on the internet and go to that whenever I want to stream it. So Word. Feel free to Google us. All right, so guys, continue. So, Shane, can I ask you a question about this movie? I'd love to hear it. So, all right. Kind of towards the end, I was thinking to myself, all right. Now, she's like, you know, artificial intelligence and she's starting to have like a lot of feelings. And like, I was kind of a little like trying to figure out what the whole like, um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, uh, I can't think of the word right now. But it's, um, oh, the surrogate. Like, what was up with oh, that? Oh, yeah, that was weird. I didn't, I thought it was pretty funny how they gave her a scar well, no, the mole was, was a awesome. camera. Yeah, but that was funny, though. Does right. She, oh, is that what it was? Does, does she? I don't know. I thought she did. I don't know. Yeah, so the operating system. Got it? There's, what happens is there's an operating system, and yeah. there's people online that apparently want to act out for the operating system and be basically like, like have, have sex with me. Can I interrupt? She does not have a mole. Yeah. That's, okay. Okay. So anyway, like there was a, you know, they, they put a camera on the op, on the girl and then an earpiece. Yeah. And so it was like they, she was trying to make love to her, but it was like some random chick. I was kind of creeped out by that a little. It was bit a little weird. It was yeah. kind of weird. I mean, and I'm, ah, I and don't he know. was like, "This is weird," and she started crying. She's like, "I love you guys forever." I know. I know. How long has she known that? I, I just no want idea. to be a part of your relationship. It's like kind of weird, but I mean. The movie is, it, it's odd. It's its definitely something new. I mean, obviously, no one's ever done that before. We've never really seen anything like that, right? I mean. I am, yeah. And it, it was cool, too, because his his job, and one of the parts where I thought the writing shone through was his job was, um, it, like, basically, let's say Mark is my brother and I want to write him a letter. Well, you contact this uh, handwrittenletters.com and the company writes a very emotional letter for you, basically. Yeah, like, how does that work? Do you send them photos or something? It sounded like it. What? Are, how do they know anything about you? Like, why don't you just... It's like taking the time to write to this company about about yourself and about this person, why don't you just write them a letter yourself? I didn't make this feature, bro. I didn't do it. I, I, mean, no I, I know the movie's set, like, 10, maybe 15 years, a decade. I think it's like, a decade into the future. I, I think, think I was so, reading. Yeah. Uh, in, in L.A., it was to take place in L.A. Um... It was, I don't know. it was pretty cool too. Like when when she left him, and he was sitting there all distraught, and then he was sitting on the uh, subway platform, and everybody was walking past and talking to their operating systems, and it was just like everybody was isolated. You talking they, about was it night? Uh, or, I don't know. or was that the scene when he like freaked out when it's an operating system not available? That's what it was. Yeah. So he like ran 
fell, tripped over something, which was kind of like, I mean, they, they kind of tried to take a realistic moment right there and put it into place, which I thought was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, and then he, like, he's walking by, and you're right, like, he sees all these people talking, and then that's when he figures out that, hey, you know, I'm not the only one that she talks to. Yeah, that was kind of weird, weird, because she, what did she say at one point she was having like, conversations with, with like, like 800 well, people? 8,000. And it's like, how many people are you in love with? 641, <laughs> yeah. So crazy. I don't know, I thought it was, I, I thought it was really well done, though, personally. I liked it. I mean, I, like I said, I want to watch it again see if I missed anything. Um, visually, you... visually, it was a cool movie. Oh, yeah. It was, I, I mean, the cinematography. I just got to say one thing, too. Now, I mean, Amy Adams is in this movie, and she looked better in this movie than she's has in any other movie that I've seen her in. I don't know what it oh, was. Oh, really? Because I thought the exact opposite. Really? Yeah. I thought she looked way better in this movie than she did in Man of Steel or Muppets. Oh, I love her. Hey, by the way, guys, hang on one second. Joey, what did you think about it while, you were, while we're... Well, me being the hopeless romantic, um, I was looking forward to seeing this movie. Actually, it was on my it was on my hit list for twenty thirteen. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, as far as the chemistry goes, I mean that's pretty much what it was all about, right? Was figuring out the chemistry between the OS played uh, whose name was Samantha, and then Joaquin Phoenix's character, and it really did. It felt like a long distance relationship, um, that was connected strictly by voice. Yeah, and. You know me, I'm usually one of those guys that's just like to skip to the ending, make sure it's happy, and then go to bed. It wasn't. But you know... <laughs> you think be- so? It was, yeah. You know from the beginning of the movie that this just isn't going to work out. And the, what's the... And, and the difference between this and Don John... In Don John... You're comparing it to Don John? Yeah, I'm comparing it to Don John. You get ready to. Okay. In it. Don John, who's, which also has Scarlett Johansson in it, there is some type of pseudo happy type ending in it where he meets somebody and he actually ends up enjoying himself. In this movie, after obviously everything falls apart and um, you know whatnot, he just kind of sitting. He's just kind of sitting there and oh, there's Amy Adams. But there's only like this kind of like Zoe Deschanel type friendship there. There's really just nothing else. But they're just, I don't, they're know, just I don't sit, know if I agree with that. She put her head on his shoulder. Right, but I think of it. I thought, but I, it's like it, it just it was just like oh okay, well I guess I'll just settle for this. No, 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 no. I took it as, I took it as, the operating system is a, think of it as a vamping up period, a ramping up period. Yeah. Now, like, she, she he, he engaged with the operating system. Woo, that's yeah, you like that? Um, and it kind of, and, and like his ex-wife made comments about how you can't connect with people and you always get, go, you always back out when the real feelings happen or something sure. like that. And I think that the operating system Helped him you know, engage with those feelings. And ultimately, at the end, it was like, okay, I've prepared you for life with a real person. I've helped you conquer your fear. Now go out there and figure out and, and realize what is actually for you that's right in front of you. I'm like, And I think that my thought would be that him and Amy Adams' character end up together. Yeah, that's what um, I thought, too. She had a similar, you know, you know, uh, relationship or situation happened with an OS as well in the movie, and I think that it was something to make them forget about what was going on in their lives, help them get over it, and ultimately they realize that hey, you know, what I want is right here in front of me the whole time. I made a joke too dur- during the movie with Joe. Uh, we were both watching it together, and I was like, I was like, gee golly, Joe, wouldn't it be swell if in real life there was that best friend that was 
the extremely hot best friend that everybody knew you were supposed to be with the whole time, just waiting for you when you get your like in every movie. There's like you mean like just friends with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, there's always like yeah. the, the hot girl <laughs> waiting there for him to that's an awesome be movie. in love with, but like they don't know. It's pretty funny. I figured you know what. Let's just stick with like the ups- the the Kirsten Dunst type upside down movie happy ending where all of a sudden like everything's all sad and then she just sort of shows them and goes hey guess what I'm pregnant everybody's happy now and they live happily ever after. Spoiler alert! I've never seen it thanks to Rudy. but um what movie? I would upside down that you just well said. they'll have to rewind it. <laughs> you can still do that. I um, wanted to point out though I, I looked it up on IMDb last night um or the other night when we watched it uh when he's having. He, he calls into a chat line and he's going to have sex with somebody. The first person that picks up the phone is like, hey, stud, like that. That was Bill Hader's voice. And then the sexy kitten that had the orgasm was like choking with that dead cat. That was uh, uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen Wiig. Oh, was it? Yeah. No way. That's right. pretty funny. All right. Is that considered a cameo? I guess. A I don't voice know. cameo? It's pretty maybe? funny. Sure. Yeah, because Bill Hader picks up and he's like, hey, big boy. <laughs> Yeah, that then, was that was an interesting scene. She's like, choke me with a dead cat in the he's bed. Like, I'm using its tail. And then she's like, ah, oh, okay, thanks. Have a good night. <laughs> I was like, what? That was pretty funny though. But yeah, the movie always had like a hollow feeling to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was obviously intentional. Because that's like was... Spike Jones. I mean, have you ever seen any of his other movies? Have well, he seen... he also did uh, Where the Wild Things Are, I believe. Yeah, I saw that. That, that movie was similar to this, where it was like a lot of like. You're waiting for something and then nothing ever happens. Yeah. Same thing with being John Malkovich. Like that people movie. love. It. I need to watch it as an adult. I have it. I, I have it on DVD. You can borrow it. Was it good? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those movies that you kind of have to see. Like that's I one also of those where movies. the wild things are too. So it's one of those movies I know I need to watch again because I don't know. You mean her? Uh, no, uh, M- Malkovich. Have you seen it before? I did a long time ago, and it just I didn't like it. Which movie is that? I'm sorry. Being John Malkovich. Oh. Spike, another Spike Jones original joint. Um, it's a joint. <laughs> no, that's actually Spike Lee. Spike Lee joint, yeah. Spike right. Lee joint. Does oh, oh, Spike Jones do like Beastie Boys videos and shit? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, convince me of your rating. Well, Shane, I, go, I'm sorry, I'm Mark, not, I just like to say, too, like during this movie last night when I was watching it, I felt, I had feelings that I was feeling during the movie. Yeah. I felt anxious. Yeah. Um, well, I felt, I was a little nervous at some points. I also had, like, I wrote this down, I had the feeling, I had some annoyance at some points where I was like, I don't know, I was just confused, I guess, and I was, like, disappointed, but I think that maybe that's kind of what the movie was, and, and if it gets those feelings across, then I think they did a good job of portraying what they wanted to do, so. I think the only parts I felt anxious at were the parts where he was kind of freaking out. Well, I think the scene where he where he went to talk to her and was like, "Operation is not available." That was that was an intense yeah, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of the climactic moment of the movie. Because after that happened, is when he realized that, "Hey, I'm not the only one." And yeah, she's got there's other shit going there's, on. Uh, she's you. an operating system, and of course, that personality of the operating system is going to be involved in a bunch of other people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was very. I also thought it was kind of. I don't know, like nice or maybe comforting in a way where, where he was able to express to people or let them know he was dating an operating system and they accepted it. It's almost kind of like people accepting online dating. I mean, you know, I had a bad rap for a while yeah. and, 
and now it's like a thing where it's, it's a like normal one thing. In, one yeah. in five marriages. Right, and now yeah. it's like a thing where, hey, you know what? Not everybody has time to go out to a bar. Not everybody has time to go out and search for that person. Let me go online. Let me use what I have, my technology. And for a way, it was like the technology was, was an operating system. And people are okay with that. Yeah. So I tried to just kill a mosquito, so that was a big clap there. But, but yeah. I, I know. What's your rating? The more I talk about it, the more I kind of like it. Yeah. And, and I definitely want to see it again. <laughs> and I was thinking about my rating last night. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. So based on, you know, the Coruscant rating system, it's a, I give it a three. Thinking, like, if I'm sitting here right now talking about it, I would probably give it a three. But when I watched it, I felt a lot of emotions. And I actually, like, ran to my bedroom halfway through the movie and got my notebook and wrote, like, four pages. And, of course, I left that at home. Of course you did. Yep. But, <laughs> like, it did It did really catch me when I – and I wasn't even, like, drinking or anything. Like, yeah, it really, yeah, I mean, it really caught a hold of me. And, and I actually think when I watched it, and my immediate reaction was a four, a strong four. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with that. But I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it is a quirky movie. In its premise, I mean the whole the whole you know slightly sci-fi yeah. side of it, um, but that doesn't really play too much into the movie itself. As far as like, I mean, in the end, you still hear the voice, you can still hear the emotion, and then whatever else comes with it. Uh, but it is original, and I mean, no doubt about that. Um, and it all boils down to that simple premise of just you know, guy meets girl. The only problem is the girl kind of doesn't really exist. Um, you kind of hope she would all of a sudden just of course I do she show up and then that's it. <laughs> but as far as the movie goes, it's it. Le- I mean, in my situation it leaves me feeling pretty empty. Uh, but that being said, it is originally it is original, it is very clever, and it, uh, it's rather the relationship that you have between those two is pretty intimate. So, as far as that goes, I'm gonna give it a solid three stars. I think it's a great movie. The acting was fantastic. Did he win or was he just nominated? I don't know because he he did an amazing job. He's probably, he's probably definitely nominated. I mean, you know, Joaquin. I mean, as far as Amy Adams goes, I don't. I could give a shit either way whether or not she was in the movie. She did absolutely nothing for me. Who's that? Amy, Amy Adams. Adams. I love Amy Adams. Did nothing for me. No, I mean just. I as love as Rooney I, Mara too. Oh, yeah, she did good too. She's, yeah, she's just great. And Rooney, then Olivia Wilde, her character she's was another just off the wall. Yeah, what was up with that? Like she was all <laughs> into it, and then she was just like, when he's like, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling something serious." She's like, "You're a creepy dude." It's like. That was like a like I, I I felt hurt at that moment in the movie where I was like wow I felt really bad. Like for him. all of a sudden she's giving him a handy in the street and she calls him creepy. Yeah. Like what? It's because he's got a mustache. Is that that was Rooney Mara. No, that, no, that was, was Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wilde. Oh, I'm sorry. Rooney Mara was yeah. his ex-wife. Ex-wife. Wow. Which I actually didn't realize. Good call. I didn't even see that. I looked it up on IMDb. The cast of this movie was was pretty good. Chris Pratt was in it. I didn't even know he was in it. Chris Pratt. I was like, is that Chris Pratt? Yes. He was hilarious too. Like the five lines that he had, you know, and he was like, "This is my wife," you know. He's like, "Oh, we should totally go out." And he's like, "Oh, you know, my girlfriend's operating system." He's like, "Oh, we should go someplace really nice then," you yeah. know. He didn't even care. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. And so when like, Morgan Freeman was playing God, I thought that was interesting. You mean Bruce Almighty? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely a solid recommend from all three. Yeah, of us. yeah, it was good. Uh, but the most refreshing part of the movie was when he admitted to people he was dating an operating system. People did not judge him, and yeah. I thought that was fantastic because. I mean, you get a lot of shit for online stuff. People get, you know, a lot of made, they get made fun of. They get a lot of criticism for it. When I mean, the internet and technology is where we're going. I mean, we have to accept it. You know what I mean? It's all good. 
It's all good. It's all good in the hood, right? Is what they say. My closest relationship right now is with my cell phone. So. <laughs> you're like, are you like Raj? You dating Siri? Basically. Uh, if you guys have any uh, babies, <laughs> if you guys have any uh, notes and anecdotes that you want to get to after this, I'm, I'm gonna just rock this promo out real quick. Yeah, rock the promo. I got some stuff I got to bring okay. up. I got some notes. This is a quick one. Um, this month on Art.com, uh, shoppers can save 25 percent on all Sweet. orders of arts, prints, posters, fine art, and more art. More at Art.com. Uh, this whole uh, sale is uh, starting July 1st to July 31st. Promo code 25BEACHJULY. Simply go to thepositivesarcasm.com and find the art banner in the sponsors page. Um, highly recommended. So, if you guys have any other TV shows or notes or concerts or oh, anything we else, got you want to get I got to, some stuff. Why don't you guys uh, go ahead and rock that up for a few minutes? If we, if um, I, I got a new uh, art piece I'm working on, so hopefully when I get that finished, Joe can throw that up on my, on my soon page that's hopefully gonna come your page is already ready to go all right well as soon I as that i just need your stupid face well let's take a picture of me whenever you're ready and i got a really good piece that i'm really excited Mark, about you can back up off the mic too. well all right i got a really i got a piece that i'm working on and i'm really excited about it and i and i, and I can't wait to finish it because i think it's gonna look awesome even if it doesn't look awesome i don't give a fuck because i think it's gonna look awesome i like the charcoal so far. um you so know mark loves charcoal yeah i love charcoal so i can't wait to put it up and take a picture of it and hopefully post it on the site because i think it's gonna be cool uh, but anyway, so I got a little a little blast from the past. The other day, I was wa- I was scrolling through Netflix and I was with my son. What movie do they have on Netflix? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. What? How awesome was that movie? That was so Joe, good. You, I know you gotta love that movie, right? Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. And not only is Rick Moranis in the movie, gosh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the neighbor who's always giving him crap, what is plays uh, is uh, Professor what's his face from Orphan Black. The, oh, Leaky? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's I in that, that movie. He's got like a full head of hair, and he looks just like Jim Carrey when he's 40. That's hilarious. For some weird reason. I'm like, that I guy, can't even picture him. Yeah, the guy was hilarious. Like, It's just refreshing to see that movie. Again. I, I used, used to, to love, love that, that movie. Yeah. Yeah, Jinx. Jinx. Right, buy me a Coke, bitch. Buy me a Coke. Um, I thought, yeah, it was cool to watch it again. I really liked it. Uh, I got another thing, too. I listened to an album today. I don't know why I listen to this, but Lana Del Rey. Oh yeah, Ultra Violence. I've listened to that. I'm a big fan. Um, of, I'm a big fan of Lana Del Rey. Yeah. I find her like dark melodic. She is and... yes, exactly dark melodic, and I was like, she had a hit single about two years ago called "Born to Die," and then she had another one back right, right after that called "Video Games." She's Your, got a new song. She's got a song on it's like L.A. something or California something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the song that really got me on this album was uh, it's called like "Fucking My Way to the Top." I don't know what the heck that's about, but I really hope that like she's really controversial. It's interesting. People hate. I don't know. If she's, her. I don't know if she's controversial. No, she is like one of the most controversial. Dude, artists when you write a now. song called "Fucking My Way to the Top," the you're, only reason you're she's like, some the only reason she's controversial is because she tried to go solo for quite a while and then didn't have anything, and then she reinvented herself as Lana Del Rey. Who was she with before that? Herself, yeah. just as like a singer songwriter. Yeah, because her name is not her name yeah. is like Elizabeth. And so else. she reinvented herself and came out as like an indie artist, but she's like some rich girl. And so people basically rebelled against her, but okay. then she also still had hits. Yeah, and I mean, so, I thought the album was pretty decent. I might listen to it again. She has an okay voice. Um, she's got a really good voice. When she actually sings, yeah. when she actually sings, she's got a really nice voice, but most of her songs are like, sorry, I just hit the mic there. A lot of her songs are like, it's almost like, melancholy depression darkness like joe said but like i thought it was okay she she went on npr and defended herself like a week ago also because a lot of her lyrics are being uh about being subservient to men and um 
like losing control to men and things like Looking that. Fucking my way to the top, yeah. Submi- yeah, that's a good so, submissive. submissive. Yeah, submissive. And so there's there are a lot of critics about it because she was she's kind of like the things she says basically sound like anti feminine. I agree. No, I agree. The songs yeah. were very like like submitting submitting yeah. herself to men, and it was and like, the way she she defended it. I I can't actually speak for it right now because I can't remember what she said, but she defended herself really well. I thought. And um, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. she it's it's good to listen to on occasion. It's like the new song she has <clears> on the radio. Where it's like ooh baby, ooh. it sounds like um like she took that riff from something like. Like, what is that sense. West Coast? That song West Coast is in the radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh, baby. It sounds like she took that from another song, but. When you just said that, it sounded like, ooh, baby. Ooh, That's baby, what I was talking about. Ooh. She's got one song, it's called Guns N' Roses. She's like, you like Guns N' Roses? Or something she like that. She hangs out with Axl Rose. Have you seen this picture? Oh, she does? Yeah, oh, she right. did at one point. Did Axl eat her? Probably. She's like, she's only like 28. So, I yeah. mean, and Axl's like probably in his 40s. I love him. I, I was a huge fan of Guns N' Roses. I'll still listen to him. Yeah, I mean, I listened to the album. I thought it was pretty, pretty good. Just because you got an appetite for destruction, right? I do. You know, you know, but I mean, you know, <laughs> you know let's not get up. We got to clean up a little spaghetti incident going on. But we're good to go. So, um, just gotta use your illusions every once in a while. <laughs> you know, maybe once, maybe twice. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, we got a little uh, what, July rain. I mean, a September rain, November rain. <laughs> So I also had watched uh, Welcome to the Jungle, bitch. The trailer for a new movie that I'm really looking forward to. It was at the the Canes or Cons. Can Cones I take Vessel. a guess at it? Yeah. It's not Begin Again, is it? What is it? Begin Again? No, y'all tell me about that. Oh, all right, okay. No, the one I was thinking about is called The Skeleton Twins, and oh, it's uh, Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig again. Oh, like okay. We talking about. And like he's a gay guy, and she's his sister, and he like tries to kill himself or something. And then she brings him home to like their his, her house, and uh, it it just looks funny, and you can tell it's going to be pretty heartfelt, but also pretty serious at the same time. And uh, yeah, the the trailer for it looks hilarious. And then also I saw the trailer for, um, uh, which I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but Horrible Bosses too looks pretty funny. Yeah, I just watched the trailer for that. Yeah, do you think it looks funny? Yeah, and I like the first one as well. Yeah, it was a good flick. Um, but I was also going to say one other thing. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. Okay. Well, the new movie that's coming out, whatever it's called. Dawn? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So, since there's a 10-year gap between those two movies. Okay. So, apparently, the uh, the theater, the, um, what do they call it? Production theater? The company? The production company? MGM? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whoever it is. MGM, sure. whatever. They hired an internet company to make four shorts that basically draw the gap between them. So it's going to be like a, a series before the movie comes out. Oh, cool. And there's going to be four like shorts that come out where it's basically like individual stories. They kind of link between the 10-year gap. Nice. So, I really, I really like that. Sweet, Rise yeah. of the Planet of the Apes. That's like really when good. Sony did all those shorts with Woody Harrelson when tw- uh, before the movie 2012 came out. Oh, yeah. They did a lot of viral stuff to campaign for it and things like that. It's a very clever way of... Um, Kind of getting the the, the, the media bu- the viral buzz out there before mm-hmm. somebody before somebody's willing to go out there and spend like fifteen bucks on a ticket. Yeah, it's one of the smarter things that they, uh, publishing companies have done lately to get their word out about the movies. They didn't do a very good job. With, I don't think they did a very good job mm-hmm. with the new Transformers one, but I don't think it was going to matter. I think that movie was going to pull in a hundred million dollars, no matter what. I still can't believe you haven't seen that yet. Who me? Yeah, yeah. 
let's face it, I wasn't in the mood. Uh, but as far as uh, Planet of the Apes, I actually did like the first one. Um, horrible bosses, I also liked. Um, but yeah, those are two. I would. I guess I, I, if you're gonna go see those, I would totally recommend them to anybody. Watch them first, but Rise is good. Rise, Rise was, was good. That was it was good. good. It wasn't great, but it was good. But then, you know, then again, whenever Gary Oldman's involved, you know, I mean, he's not in the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Though. No, but he's in Dawn. Yeah, it's James Franco's in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but that's probably why it was. Good I would say everything great. he's in is good. But well, I mean, true. it was good enough. I mean, I thought it was he's the good. most random actor on earth. Yeah, he is totally random. That's yeah. what you gotta love about him, though. He's like. Hey, I'm going to do this. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm going to go do fucking soap operas for a little now while. Now I'm going to go study poetry. I'm going to go smoke weed in a fucking Pineapple Express, and then I'm going to go do a serious movie. It's like, <laughs> I love it. I love the versatility. One of my favorite things about James Franco is that, you know, like in uh, This is the End, have you seen that yet? Yes. Okay, you know how they had those paintings that say James Franco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally did that in real life and gave those to to Seth Rogen. He totally painted like Seth Rogen and James Franco. Like, Did he? Yeah, and so they put that in the movie because it was like, Real shit. Yeah, that's awesome. Shit, that's yeah. hilarious. Isn't that funny? That was a good. I thought that was a pretty funny movie. Yeah, like, I liked the ending it. was kind of random, but oh, it was, it was pretty good. The ending was kind of lame, but it was funny. It was wicked lame. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, do you have anything else? I have something else. Uh, uh, no. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, a, a guy that Shane John Carney. Does that ring a bell to you? Yeah. Shane? Yeah. So he's got a new movie coming out. It's called Begin Again. Yep. All right. It's got a. I'm worried it's going to be terrible. It's got a little Mark Ruffalo action. Does have Mark Ruffalo? Kira like Knightley. It. I like Kira Knightley too. Um, I was re- I just read an article about it in Rolling Stone today, where it kind of comp- it kind of compared and saying that uh, John Carney pretty much took the movie once. Yeah. And just made it into this Hollywoodized movie. it. Right. Yeah. And it it got some positive feedback. It That's wasn't good. a bad thing. I'll probably watch it. Where I mean, like I I read the synopsis about. Once and it was like you know just two got a guy and a girl going out singing songs doing shows movie. right yeah I love it this movie's more like Mark Ruffalo is a, uh, a record producer Kira Knightley is a up and coming she wants to be a musician he's recently divorced or not divorced he gets yeah he gets divorced or or breaks up with breaks up with his girlfriend gets dropped from his rec- record label um uh, who's actually played by his partner's played by Common I think or most okay. staff one or the other um one of those guys right so anyway. I think it's most deaf, but I think so. Basically, he just sees her at a nightclub, tries They're to produce one around. What? They're both actors. Yes. So he sees her in a nightclub. Ultimately, like they try to produce her songs and things like that, you know. But there's a whole bunch of shit that happens in between between their relationship, her ex, her old relationship, his old relationship, blah blah blah. Um, it sounds kind of cool. I mean, it got a good rating. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm I'm probably gonna watch it. I'm just I'm so attached. To how homemade and and spot on once was, yeah. and the music in once, Glenn Hansard and Marquette Glover was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I remember you talking about that movie a lot. Yeah, when it I came love out. It. it was like two thousand nine, I think Something it was. Like that. And like, I, I tried to listen to the soundtrack on Rhapsody for this new one, and I heard one song, and I was like, I listened oh. to it today. I was like, I'm out. Well, when you when the first song is Adam <laughs> Levine sound like a woman, it's yeah. kind of hard to take it seriously. Well, I went straight to Kira Knightley's song, and I was her like, songs were pretty good. Yeah, I thought of you when I was listening to him. I was like, I have to watch it. I was like, I'll watch the movie. I was like, Shane will like <clears throat> Kira Knightley's effort, but then you have Adam Levine's effort, and he's just like. It sounds like, I just don't it sounds like, like a girl. I don't like it. Right? He got he got great reviews for his 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 uh, role in this movie. He plays her ex boyfriend. Um, they said he was really natural in the role and he did a good job. He wasn't wasn't too forced or anything like that. So that's cool. I mean, the guy's trying to branch out. You know, whatever. Like like he can make a serious album that sounds cool. I'll, maybe I'll be a yeah. fan. 
And um, you know what? It's kind of funny too because th- that you just mentioned that. Um, so the soundtrack for the movie Hunger Games. Yes. Maroon Five does two songs on that. On no one song with Coldplay. No, the, the Coldplay. Are they on it? They're on the. New they're one. on like all the soundtracks. So, um, Maroon 5 has one song on this, and it's like, come away, little girl, come away to the water. And the whole time I was like, fuck, this is a great song, and I couldn't figure out why I liked my Maroon 5 song. And the funny thing is, the guy that wrote that was Glenn Hansard from Once. Okay. Like, so he's the one that wrote that song, so he had a song of his own, and then Maroon 5 covered so one So you like the song that he covered. Yeah, and so see, I was like, Maroon 5 sounds really good, but it's because it was a Glenn Hansard see, song. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not a huge Maroon 5 fan. I mean, it's, there's a song off one of their first songs called Sunday Morning. Yeah. For some reason, I like that song. Oh, that's cool. And I mean, then, a lot of people love them. And then you say, oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know why I like the song, but I can, I, when I listen to it, I'd be like, okay, I can listen to this song on a Sunday morning when I'm driving somewhere. It just has a beat to it. And there's one other song that I like of theirs, and it's like I think it's a song about him, like with a chick or like this a girl in the video that he's like fighting with or something. Uh, I don't know, but there's two songs from that I actually like. And like I was saying, I think I said this on the la- on the last podcast or one of the, or a podcast before, is that he was like, yeah, you know, the new album that we wrote is is it's a little bit more serious and upbeat. And then when I saw the first song on Rhapsody, it was called something. Totally like, <laughs> totally maroon f- maps, and had a picture of flowers, and it sounded like Ugh. exactly like every song they sing. So, if you're gonna tell me that you're doing a new album, and it sounds better or serious, and you write about it in Rolling Stone, actually do it. Yeah. All right. Stop with this. Sound like a woman. All right. It's like God. Is anybody else amazed God. that Coldplay has a new CD out, and I haven't heard a single song from it? Yeah, because it's not on Rhapsody. They like owned the earth for a while. And hey, now they're can like, I just tell you something? You're a sky. You're a sky full of stars. Have you heard it? That's the song. Is it good? That song is on Rhapsody. No. Hey, first... hey, can I tell you something? Woo! That song? Yeah, it's fucking Coldplay. All right? Their, That's first, their first two You're CDs. You're a sky full of stars. I can't I love their I'm first terrible. two CDs. But the, uh, yeah, ever since their second CD, like third, fourth, and fifth, I'm just like, oh, shut up. Which one? I don't know. They've had like they've had like a ton of albums. Russia, after Russia Blood of the Head. That's a good I'm album. Out. I after used to that, I I'm used out. to fucking put that album on, right? Yeah. And then bang out like a charcoal drawing or something like that when I was in college yeah. and just lose myself in that shit. And then I'd rock out a little Radiohead afterwards. That album is good. Alright. I love that album. Yeah. And then there's like X and Y. The CDR I like is the Benz. The Benz. That's a fuck, stuff, right? that is a good album. Oh. Yeah, Baby's got the Benz. <laughs> We'll play a tail X on that shit. I love it. I'm glad I wasn't the one that drank too much this episode. I think their last big hit was, or the one I remember was probably uh, Paradise. Oh, oh yeah, Paradise. Yeah. It had that really like high pitched like background. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I, think really... from, I think that was from. I think that was from fucking Hunger Games, wasn't it? Or was that Atlas? It had a very um. <laughs> had a very arcade fire type beginning. You got you got to play a you got to play fire is another one I give two albums. You got to play a Coldplay song in one of the cuts. Should we take a break? If you want. Let's ta- let's take arcade a quick break. Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back from the break, rock an awesome Coldplay song. You sure you don't want Donna Lana Del Rey? No, Coldplay. All right. <laughs> Be right back, folks.
right, folks, welcome back. Just want to give a little more love to one of our uh, sponsors, uh, Solstice Sunglasses. You got to celebrate, well, hopefully when this hurricane, or whatever you want to call it, it's over and done with, it will be sunny again. So you got to celebrate the summer solstice with sizzling deals up to 80% off the original item price. Other top deals include an additional 30% off select sale items, 30% off full price juicy couture merchandise, uh, and also two for $75 select styles, Armani Exchange, Tommy Hilfiger, Gas and Juicy Couture, and many others of your uh, your favorite uh, sunglasses. Now through the end of July, get an extra $25 gift card when you spend $150, a $50 gift card when you spend $200, or a $75 gift card when you spend $300 or more. No promo code needed at all. Simply go to positivesarcasm.com and click and find the Solstice banner in the sponsors page. Some exclusions may apply. That's Solstice Sunglasses. All right. Uh, got one more promo read. I'll wait till later. But I got a couple entertainment things I want to get to uh, really quick. I know at the end of that, Shane has something else he wants to say, but he can, oh, fucking, he can uh, wait. So uh, I got a couple things. This is uh, courtesy of uh, CNN, uh, Lisa France. I believe I've uh, I've actually used her before. Forever. Yeah. But uh, this is uh, a celebrity takes on egregious errors in the Twitterverse. Kelsey Grammer, actor, producer, Twitter, grammar, grammarian? What? Grammer's sure. verified Twitter account started on June 30th with the tweet, It has come to my attention that the fine people of, of Twitter have an egregious grammar problem. I'm here to help. Hashtag Kelsey Grammer Grammar. Since then, the Frasier star has been true to his mission correcting tweets. When one fan tweeted the movie Down the movie Down Periscope with Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> one of my favorite movies, it's a movie I can watch <laughs> over and over again, deal with it. Same. Grammar responded with, I'm honored you think so, but believe it should be it's, I-T, apostrophe S. Hashtag Kelsey Grammar Grammar. Uh, side That's note, hilarious. Side note, I actually liked Down Periscope as well. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, fucking, uh, so far, the Twitter, so far, the Twitterverse seems thrilled by the addition of yet another member of the informal Twitter grammar police. One person tweeted at Kelsey Grammar, your hashtag, <laughs> your hashtag is one of the best ever. Notice my correct use of your comma, not you are. Well, you can read it. Uh, even other celebrities are chiming in on the fun. Star Trek legend William Shatner tweeted, Uh-oh, Dad showed up. No more fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so watch your, too much. So watch your P's and Q's. You don't want to make Sideshow Bob mad. <laughs> so That's awesome. That's uh, Kelsey Grammer. Do love me some Kelsey Grammer. That is one guy who can ever, always put a smile Dude, on my face. Frazier is the bomb. I do I'm love that good. show. Uh, I got one thing. Uh, there are some happy things going on in this world. Um, you guys remember Full House, right? Fuck yeah! I was going to bring this up. All right. well, uh, this is from Pop Sugar Celebrity. Yeah, it is. Um, You're my favorite. Listen, just jarred. Big ups to Dave Coulier who just recently got married. Yeah, he did. So Lannis uh, Morissette finally? No. All right. You ought to know. Full House yeah, star Dave yeah. Coulier, <laughs> more affectionately known as Joey Gladstone, married his Uncle longtime Joey. girlfriend, Melissa Brink, in nice. Montana <clears throat> on Wednesday. Montana, he was probably at that ranch when I, that I was at. When He's I was probably there. hanging out with Jim Rome. Yeah, because Montana <laughs> isn't the biggest fucking state with nothing Montana, in it. Montana. Probably the Fuck same yeah. exact place you went to, Joe. Uh, a source confirmed. Well, thank you, okay. Shane, for the vote of confidence. Uh <laughs> A source confirmed to E! News that the couple who got engaged in December after nine years of dating tied the knot in an intimate ceremony with family and close friends, including Dave's former Full House co-stars, Bob Saget, yeah. John Stamos. Oh! Did you see the shoes Kate, I'm not done. wearing? Candace Cameron Bjorn. And Andrea Barber. Yep. Did that Kimmy Gibbler? 
Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler and, uh, and what's her face are best friends in real life. His rep told really? reporters okay. that the wedding would be a small but private uh, and a part of the week long celebration of the picturesque countryside. Wedding guests shared photos of the fun uh, of the fun via social media. John Stamos posted a picture of the blushing groom with the caption, "This is a, this boy is a very is very happy today." And along with the gorgeous photo of the Montana landscape, yeah, uh, it was really pretty. Andrea, uh, who, was. Andrea also who played Kim, uh, Kimmy Gibbler in the '90s sitcom, shared a, a snap of Candace applying her makeup, saying, yep. "Candace located makeup at the local Albertsons in rural Montana." It's uh, Gibbler's birthday too. Yes, today. She's not on the birthday game. The local bar showing off her cowboy hat and writing "Cowgirl." Download the whole thing. I just can't fucking read today, guys. It happens, dude. Sorry, man. Yeah, basically it was just half the cast of Full House just showed up for the for a little wedding up in Montana. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. I got a couple photos. Got some photos of them. You guys can look at them. When I looked at the podcast, when I looked at the pictures, it was funny because. uh, Uncle Jesse, the shoes he was wearing looked like those way. sneakers that girls wear now that are like high top sneakers. You know, the, Stamos? Yeah, Stamos is wearing like white sneakers. Dude, like Stamos high tops. is the man, dude. Like He's awesome. Idiot. Yeah, so uh, anyways, congratulations to Dave Coulier. And, uh, Good job, Dave Coulier. But it's, um, so that's the news. That, that's the celebrity entertainment news I have for today. Uh, Shane, if you don't have, if you have, something. I got something. Shikababat <laughs> wada. <laughs> I would just like to point out that uh, Joey got to find out what it's like to go to the bar with me when I've had a few drinks and nobody else in the bar is drinking. A few? Who yeah. doesn't drink at a bar? I don't know, but Joey was keeping track of how many drinks I had. How many did you have? A lot. And I was dancing yeah, and singing. And, uh, you were dancing? You yeah. were dancing? Eight drinks, huh? Eight is that all rum and Cokes? Yeah. How big were they? I don't know, Tall pretty boys. big. I I knocked over the weight. My considering I don't point. drink, and considering I don't drink anymore, I just stood yeah, there. Yeah, we and know because you're, you're getting buff. I spelled I spelled drinks all way. over my waitress at one point. She said it was what? epic and awesome. Epic and awesome. But I still think don't it was give out the name of the bar. No, I won't. Yeah. Why? Because I said so. That's why. Okay. Because they kept remember. feeding you drinks. Yeah, they did. It was fun. Um, but yeah, I drank too much, and um, <laughs> I'm a really big fan of giving people high fives and making people uncomfortable. Yep. And it was fun. Uh-huh. And Joey didn't talk to anybody, and I talked to everybody, so we evened each other out. Well, I had to keep an eye on you. Sounds like a plan. Uh, yeah, it worked out. There was one point where I was concerned you you high-five somebody and like the inertia Wait. of you high-fiving somebody. You were going to fall back into, these, into the table <laughs> where these two broads were sitting. <laughs> at, at that point, I was going to have to carry all 240 pounds of you to the fucking car. Is that the, is that the same night that you drunk called me at 1 a.m.? I did. Yes. Yeah. I called you at like 1, and I was like, Mark. Nice. Hi. Nice. But he had a good time. Uh, the music was good. Uh, I was just chilling out, relaxing, shooting some b-ball up in school and stuff like that. You were. Shooting some b-ball outside of school with a couple of guys. Let's get to the birthday game. Yeah. No, um, it's not really over. This is a short podcast. We're not. Dude, it's not short. We're just doing. So relax. Well, why we got to rush it? Besides, besides rush we got to the birthday game. The birthday game no, usually it, takes like an hour, dude. No, it, it doesn't. Actually, <laughs> it, it takes a good 20 minutes. Yeah, it does. And Joey's still got to talk about weightlifting. Yeah, all the time maybe five minutes tops. <laughs> so, all right, we're actually in good spots. Uh, so, Shane, just don't focus on that. Okay. So, uh, Mark, you got the. Uh, Do you want me to move? Do you want me to switch, or am I good? I think we're good. I'll just walk in. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right, this is a celebrity birthday game. In case you guys don't know anything about it, it's basically well, celebs have birthdays. Musicians, uh, sports players, uh, movie Everything. stars, they got birthdays. Basically, famous bitches. <laughs> we give out hints. Is uh, two hints per per uh, 
<laughs> we need a theme song. <laughs> Two hints per level. Whoever uh, chimes in with their name first gets an opportunity to answer. Two if they hints. answer it right, they get a point. Uh, I hope got... Whoever gets the most right wins. Uh, last year was my, uh, last year. Jesus Christ. Last week. Last week was apparently I was told that I was going to be taking part in the actual game instead of uh, instead of posting it. And uh, last week I happened to squeak out a winner seven uh, six. That was close. And, now like, I'm, uh, and by well, the way, I gave that to you. I like the way I like Shane's recommendation of saying whoever wins, whoever loses, does the uh, the question for the next fair. week. I think it's we mix it up every week, and everybody gets to take part partake in it. So the loser of tonight's match between Joey and Shane will be responsible for coming up with the birthdays for next week between myself and whoever the winner is. But the one thing you guys got to remember when we're doing it is <laughs> she did a bop, potato, potato. Okay. All right. Wait. Wait. Is that the muse? No, it's no. Um, that's at the end of Full House. It's like she can wow, Every day, everywhere you go, there's a heart. There's a heart. Somebody who know what I mean. So, all right, she did it. Now, so let's get it. Birthday game. All right, Mark, do me a favor. Back up off the mic. Birthday motherfucking game. All right, we need a fucking song. Okay, so you got the hints. I got stuff right here. You I'm have an iPhone. Back up in your ass so with you the resurrection. You now, generally it's movies, but... It doesn't matter. Okay, so, all right. It's the birthday game. I got like 17, 16 people on this list. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. You ready? All right. First person, actor. All right? Okay. First clue, Herbie, fully loaded. Shane. Lindsay Lohan. Boom, Shane. She's won. also in the Wait middle a of a you lot. said actor. Isn't she an actress? Oh, shut up. Same difference. She's also in the. You son of a bitch. All right, I'm sorry. She's I'll also decipher in sex a, in the next guys. One. She's in a lawsuit with uh, Grand Theft Auto for a character that's obviously her. All right, she's suing. Prostitute. Yeah. Because I have my second clue was celebrity sex list of guys. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay, right, so so as of uh, July second, she is 28 years old. God damn, she looks like 50. All right, second actress. Okay. Yep. High School Musical. Shane. Tisdale. What's the first name? Ashley. Boom. Oh, Joseph. 2 nothing, Shane. I may or may not have gotten your wife an iCarly birthday card today. Okay. <laughs> she is, as of 7-2, she is 29 years old. Third person. Are we ready? Yep. Actor slash writer. First clue. Jewish comedian. Joey. Jerry Seinfeld. Eh. Shane? Mel Brooks. Eh. Second clue. Seinfeld. Joey. Yes. Shit. Larry David. Boom! Joey got it. Jewish comedian. You, Joe, Mark, you're like trying. I don't want to look. Then don't look. Jewish comedian. You might as well say comedian. Hey, I just take what he gives me. I tried coming up with the best clues I could. You guys are going to like this. I tried okay? coming up on your ass. <laughs> All right. I'm Wait, really not looking up. Next person. Up. Ready? <coughs> Hold on. Just sit down. It's good. I'm not looking. Just don't look at me. I'm not. All right. You ready? Next person. I'm not looking, dude. Okay. Hey, actor. Here's the clue. Ready? Yep. Bitches leave. Joey. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know his name. Oh, hold on. <laughs> uh, I was laughing. That's, I was right. laughing that's when so, I did let me, this one. Okay, let me reiterate. That's Sobel's favorite Joey line. Kurtwood Smith. I didn't know his name. Joey Corso. Got the point. All right, two to two. Tied it up. That's like the best line. Joe and I used to laugh about that all the time. Yeah. Bitches leave. Joe, I love it. Sobel loves that. All right, 
Next one. Athlete. Okay. Oh, and Kurtwood Smith, by the way, is 71. Wow. And yeah. Larry David is 67. Okay, next clue. Athlete. Okay. Now, can I finish reading this before anybody chimes in? Sure. Okay. I want Shame. to. What? Nothing. I want to rip out his heart and feed it to Lennox Lewis. I want to kill people. I want to rip their stomachs out and eat their children. Joey. <laughs> Joey got it first. Go ahead. Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. 48. June 30th. I want to buy the, I want to eat children. Yeah. Next person. Musician or musical. I want to rip the girl on the coffee. All right. Musical person. She was ahead of the class. I want to rip the girl from ahead of the class. <laughs> and then uh, everybody's going to love me because I'm funny and I'm behind that. <laughs> I was in the movie one time. I ripped midgets. Okay. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Yes, please. you could probably kick your ass. Yeah, I'm pretty really sure you yeah. probably could kick my ass. So, yes. all right, next one. Musician slash musical act. Act, okay? Um, first clue, Eminem. Shh. Joey. Dre. No. Shane? Snoop Dogg? Nope. Second clue. Get rich or die trying. Joey. I think Shane got it. Go ahead. 50 cents. Yeah. 50 cents. All right. Next one. Ready? What's the score? Uh, it is 3-3. Three, three, all tied up. We're going to get electrocuted. No, we're fine. Joey Next clue. Actresses. Actress. Okay. All right. First clue. Sister, sister. Shane. Yes. The Maori twins. <laughs> You know what their names are? No. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. What's her name, Lauren? Tia and Tamara. Tia and Tamara. With a little help from a friend. Lauren gets a point. That doesn't even count. She I said the Maori twin. You got the last name. I'll give you that. That counts. Did you fucking know their first name? Because I, I You didn't. So? God, I knew I, who they hey, were. I guarantee you Shane will not get this next one. Okay. This is totally a joke. Four to three. Ready? Next one. Athlete. Okay. National Anthem. Uh-oh. Joey. Yes. Carl Lewis. Got him. 53. All right. All right. Yeah, he uh, was trying to hit the high note on the National Anthem. And <laughs> Whoa. He compl- Whoa. He completely cracked out, um, and then he, the people just started booing. Whoa. Yeah, All it, right. was, it was pretty bad. Next one. Hashtag red glare. Yeah. <laughs> Actor. Okay. Far and away. Shane. Joey. I don't know. Hey, okay, go ahead, Shane. What do Tom you got? Cruise. What? Tom Cruise. Ah, uh, you bastard. Tom Cruise. All we got to say is I'm going to talk like this and I'm going to pretend like it's an Irish accent. Actually, right. according, 52. According to, the, uh, according to the sound waves, Shane got it. Oh, okay. So, Carl Lewis is 53 as of July 1st. I should, probably, I should probably look at the sound waves and, and they, actually, they can actually tell me. We'll do that next time. Yeah. Tom well, Cruise. You is, did win. Okay. That one. Tom Cruise is fifty-two. Okay. July thirtieth. No, seven three. Sorry, July third. Alright. Um, <laughs> Alright, next one. Actor. Hashtag You guys ready? Yep. Actor. Canadian. Joey. Yes. Ryan Reynolds. No. Shane. Canadian. Go ahead. Next clue. Sergeant Joe. Friday. Who 
Really? Five, four, no, next, three, two, bam, bam, bam. Next clue. My girl. Joey. What do you got? Macaulay Culkin. Eh, wrong. Shane. Dude, this is going to be so off. Go ahead. So I apologize. Go ahead. Um, what do you got for me? Um, Dan Aykroyd? What up? I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was from Canada. What movie was he in? Besides, I remember he was a dad on My Girl. Sergeant Joe Friday was Dragnet with him and Tom Hanks. You ever seen Dragnet? No. Joe, I I thought you would totally get that one. Okay. The next clue would have been Ray Stance. You would have gotten that one. Yeah, I would have got that one. All right. Next, next clue. All right. Oh, by the way, uh, Dan Aykroyd turned sixty-two as of July first. So I love Dan Aykroyd. Next person, actress. Her dad currently looks like an old lady. Shane. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. She's not an actress. Kim Kardashian. No. And Joe? I don't know. It's kind of a broad one. Okay. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. All right. Next clue, Armageddon. Joey. Yeah. Liv Tyler. Got it. I can lay awake <laughs> just to hear you breathing. She is, she is 37 as of July 1st. Really? All right. That's it? Yeah. All right. Next one. Actress. I was done. Playboy. Shane, Joey. Jenny McCarthy. Nope. Pamela Anderson. Joe, we got it. Damn Pam it. What's Anderson. the score? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven for Shane and one, two, three. Five for Joe. Seven ooh, five. Ooh, okay. What is it? Seven to five, Shane. Jesus. All right, down to the stretch. The final page right here. Ready? Oh, did I say that Pamela Anderson is 47? Yes, 47. Okay. Next one, oh musician. Okay. I'm sorry. You're just too darn loud. Shane, Huey Lewis and the fucking news. <laughs> God bless Huey Lewis. Technically, Shane says Huey Lewis. Fucking love Huey Lewis. You looked at the judges. Is it okay? They say it's okay. Huey Lewis. All right. He is 63. Gotta get back in time. My next clue is power and love. Fuck yeah, it was. All right. Next Next actor. Actor. Okay. Ready? His son was in shitty 90s movies. His son? His son, yes. Joey. What do you got? Martin Sheen. Ah, oh, so I close, but no. I thought that too. How is that close? I don't know. They're similar. I think it's, well, it's still wrong. It's wrong. You got anything, Shane? No idea. Three, two, That's the only thing one. I can think of. Ready? Right. Yep. Next clue. Mr. Joshua. Joey. What do we have? Come on, Joe. Gary Busey. Oh, you got it. All right. Oh, who's Gary Busey's son? Uh, Jacob Busey. And how is Gary Busey and Martin Sheen? Uh, they're close. They're okay. okay. They're kind of kooky, you know? <laughs> All right, ready? Gary Busey's 70. Damn. You believe that shit? 70. Fuck. I wonder how popular, how well, well he would have done without his brain damage. <laughs> Made in those crazy commercials, like I like to talk to things. Hello, lamp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next next person. 
This is a comedian, actor, and a whole bunch of shit, right? Ready? Curb your enthusiasm. Joey. What? Can't be the same thing. Larry David, I mean. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Nope. I can't think of his fucking name. You want me to go to the next clip? No. Three. No, hang on. Five. Four. Jeff Garland. Eh, wrong. What? Ready. Next one. Ready? Boku guy. Come on. Joey. What do you got? Because if you don't get after this, I don't know any other clues. Richard Lewis? Got it! Joey! What's the score now? Richard Lewis! Uh, it was seven, so it's eight. Eight to seven, Shane. Ooh. How many more we got? Uh, Two left. You guys have been pretty good with all these. Richard Lewis is 67, all right? Next clue, ready? Athlete. Got caught smoking weed on social media. Shane. Yeah. <sighs> A couple years ago. I know. Come on. I'm not going to say what he does because Joey will get it. So I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Two, one. Joe, you got anything? You want a second clue? Yeah. Don't say the main clue. Don't give it away. You got it. Never mind. Go ahead. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I know who he is. Should I say the main clue? He is considered, but not considered, but proven the best United States swimmer of all time. Michael Phelps. I can think of his name. It's driving me nuts. Shane got it. All right, last one. I wanted to do this. So wait, it's nine to seven, or no? No, let me, just, let me get the official score here. One, Joey, two, you're looking at me like I shouldn't have guessed there. Should I not have guessed seven. there? It doesn't matter. Nine. Shane has nine points. I wouldn't. Joey I don't has, think I would have got it. Yeah. I. Right, well, what was the clue? Nine to seven. seven. Greatest swimmer of all time. Oh. Nine to seven, Shane. I tried to let him finish it. Okay. Uh, no, that's fine. Oh, as ready? soon as you know, the, as soon as you know the answer. This is the last one. Nine to seven. Right. I mean, Shane's we'll got this. Just for Even fun. if Joey gets it, but just for fun. Ready? Actor. Yo. Don't I got some rights, Joey? Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Yo, it's about that time. The, the final score is nine points to Shane, eight points to Joey. Okay, guys. That right. means that next week, Joey. We'll be hosting the birthday game between Uh-oh. Shane and Mark. Okay. Rematch. Uh-oh. We'll, uh, we'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll finish up with uh, my final thoughts right after this. He said, "Welcome back, welcome, <laughs> welcome oh, back." Fulcum he was, back. he was mad at me, and he was like, "Fuck you!" And then I, I think it kind of turned into a. Uh, hey, back. I just want to say congratulations to Fish. They uh, Billboard Top 100. They debuted at number seven, their highest since uh, '95. For a terrible CD, but that's is that, okay. Is that waiting all night? Said I'm sorry. Waiting, waiting all night, but you went so far away. Waiting all night. 
Anyways, Don't know why you going to the post office can suck and be a little time this way. Sometimes if you go to the the uh, post office, you have to wait on that. Stamps.com is the easiest, most convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all their mailing needs. Over 400,000 individuals and businesses already use Stamps.com to manage their mailing needs. You can print USPS-approved postage right from your PC. Use Stamps.com postage to send letters, packages, and even priority mail. Stamps.com virtually eliminates all trips to the post offices. I think I'm not saying that right. This is virtually eliminates. That means almost all of them. I should probably just go with what it says. Uh... If you sign up for Stamps.com now, you get an $80 offer that includes postage and free digital scale. Stamps.com offers a four-week no-risk trial for all new customers. Quit wasting your lunch hour at the post office. Simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com and find the Stamps banner in the sponsors page. If you guys have any final thoughts, I just wanted to give a wrap of my week, too. I will also be... Um, oh, yeah, by the way, you can find us Facebook.com slash PositiveSarcasm. Uh, just if you, have, if you want to message us, if you have any questions. But uh, most of the damage is done on Twitter, at uh, POSSarcasm. Um... I've been tweeting like a mother lately because of the uh, the event coming up. I'll get to that in just, in just a second. But um, unless you guys have any final thoughts, I figured I'd close up shop with uh, what I'm talking about. No, man. Do it up. Okay. Well, as I said, a, few, a couple weeks ago, I announced that I was going to be entering the New England Championships uh, in the physique category on November 1st. However, it is official that my first event will be September 27th in Scarborough, Maine. Um uh, it is in all. Uh, it is all that na- I'm going to be competing all natural, anyways. But the first event, like I said, is September 27th in Scarborough, Maine. You can go to positivesarcasm.com. There is an, an official press release uh, right underneath the Build a Better Man project. Uh, if you click on that link, it will take you right to bodybuildingtickets.com, and the tickets are $25, and that is an all-day pass. That includes pre-judging and finals rounds. It's an all-day event, so uh, pack a pack a lunch. It's going to be epic. But that is my first event. Uh, week two is coming to a close. Uh, if you want to ask me questions, like I said, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, and then also, uh, I'll, be, I'll be doing uh, the weekly webisode of uh, the Build a Better Man project. That will be um, also available on YouTube and through our website as well. Uh, I'm getting used to waking up at 5 a.m. at this point. You just basically you just smack the alarm. You get up. You dump, you dump all those pills into your system. Um, and then every Friday you have to basically take a photo sh- a photo of yourself so that you can basically look for progress pics so that your trainer... A weekly photo you do? Yeah, I have to do a weekly photo wow. of myself. And it's not an easy thing to do at 5 o'clock in the morning. Like it. But it's one thing you have to do in order to keep track of how uh, of how well you're reacting to the food that your trainer is giving you, the, the uh, workout that you're doing, um, and if your proportions are correct. Uh, I can't tell you exactly how I'm doing it because the fact of the matter is it basically that's giving away secrets to the competition. Uh, I've asked other uh, competitors before about that, and they they won't they won't even answer me back. So that's why I had to hire um, a couple trainers, uh, nutritionists, um, and I even have a spray tan lady. It's very important. But in that case, the waking up at 5 a.m. is is actually no big deal. You just kind of accept it for what it is, and you just move on, and then you do your morning cardio and you go on from there. Um, the most important thing is just having the having the willingness to uh, basically put all the time you have into the gym. Uh, I mean, literally, it was a, it was a few weeks ago where I didn't know what my full potential was, and then the next, and then literally about a week and a half later, I was outlifting my tra- my trainer, literally just outlifting my trainer in some in some ways, shape in some form. There's if you're doing like insides of your triceps or doing outsides, like one of them may be really strong, the other one may be really weak. So at some you know. 
I may have to drop the weight at some point to keep up with uh, my trainer. And then another time, I'll blow past him. Um, it's it's something I've committed to. And I've decided that, like I, I may have said last week, uh, there's two competitions this, this year for me. September 27th and November 1st. November 1st is going to be huge, 1,500 people. Uh, however, next year is going to be a completely different animal. I've decided that as long uh, as long as this website is up and running, which I believe it will continue to do, um, and the podcast is healthy, I'm going to do more events next year, uh, as many as possible, or as many as I can until my body breaks down completely. So there's going to be a lot more of this. Uh, I'm putting all my financials, uh, all my time, all my energy, all my mental uh, concentrations into this actual event. It's, like I said, you have to push yourself to the actual limit. It's You don't want to... If you're fine with the way you want to live your life, that's fine. I'm not going to knock you. But I've decided at this point that I'm in no mood for mediocrity. So I'm going to put all my time and effort into this. I put a lot of time and effort into editing the podcast, doing the webisodes, making sure that the website's up and running, communicating with you folks on Twitter, and whatever else I can do. But the whole thing is to get that first show out of the way. Because when you're standing up on stage, it's pretty nerve-wracking. I'm for sure, but uh, it's something I'm prepared to do and continue to do, and, and I'm going to get used to it. And eventually, the confidence will come will, will come into play, and uh, I'll have my own stage presence, and then we'll go from there. Uh, there are a few key things that I have to tell you. One, you do have to have a nutritionist. You got to have a diet, and you have to follow it to a T. If you cheat, you lose. Simple as that. If you have bad uh, stage presence, you'll lose. If, you're, if your body's not proportionate, you will lose. Have you ever thought... What, proportionate? like Your body has to be proportionate from head to toe. Like your legs got to be like the same muscle-ish as the upper body? Like how, how could that be? How could that be like... Like if somebody has like a really big upper body and like a really skinny it's leg... A good, it's, you know, that, it's a good question, Mark. Let's put it this way. Let's say we were, do, we were talking about competitive bodybuilding instead yeah. of physique class. Because yeah, yeah, physique yeah. class only has, no. can only be so big. In say you have like really a really huge a wide back, yeah, but you have no legs. You yeah, haven't like worked on your legs. legs right? Yeah, everything is proportionate. Sure. Let's go back to the late 1970s when Lou Ferrigno, who weighed in at 275 pounds, went up against Arnold. Okay, yeah. there's a re- even though even though Lou was huge, he couldn't beat Arnold. The reason Arnold had the perfect proportions. Everything about him had a, had a, everything was. The perfect size, everything was comparable. He had great posing. He was confident on stage, and it all came together. Plus, he had won it many times before. Lou was not as tight and as ready, and was actually, in some ways, intimidated by Arnold. Arnold was a was a gamer. He'd make you he would tell you a joke while you were posing, and then you would laugh, which would take you out of your pose. You would start to laugh, therefore your your stomach would stretch out and your abs wouldn't tighten. I'm untouchable. The only thing that can bring me down is a mediocre-looking babysitter. But uh, there's a, there is a lot. I'm to Arnold. <laughs> Terrible. Arnold was a that gamer. Is so he, bad. He I know. That's almost as bad as my Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Which is welcome back, Carter. Hey. Okay. Yeah, you're not an impressionist. No, I'm not. Stick I'm, to, get, I'm getting tight ass <laughs> laughing at you. Yeah. Stick to what you do best: drinking heavily. So I haven't done that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm doing that. So. But so you got your proportions, Joe. You know what I think would be really cool. What? Um, 
you know how uh, you're currently doing the picture each week. You're currently doing the yes, but I am not allowed to disclose those to the general public. Oh, well, right on. But you're also doing the um, uh, you know, your YouTube thing. Yes. You know what I think would be cool, and I would help you do it if you if you decided you wanted to, would be to do like a shorter webcast uh, podcast, like twenty minutes or something like that, called Build a Better Man, where you could describe everything. Like what you're going through and what you're doing and everything. I think that'd be cool. Well, right now the webisode, I have two episodes up and I try to keep it pretty short because I've, first of all, each webisode took like 26 takes until I could figure out. Yeah. It, right. Because I just wanted to get the simple information out there as far as emotions I'm going through. Because when you realize the food you're looking at, you're eating so many meals a day, certain times, certain proportions, it weighs down on your brain. Yeah. And you mentally start to break down. And then towards the end, when you're uh, getting rid of water, and anything else that may make you look bad on stage, your mind starts to play tricks on you. And that's when you really start to have problems. And um, everything else just comes into play. And even the small little stuff that normally wouldn't bother you before um, hits you like a, like a hurricane. So you can't do a podcast then? No, absolutely I will. I will persevere no matter what. Um, this is this, tape us doing this podcast and then coming on YouTube. Because this is all go, this is all go for me. I'm putting everything yeah. I have into Pose. it. So that's pretty much what I have for you folks on that. Um, basically, let's put it this way. I want your support. I want your feedback. I want your questions. I want your thoughts. I want whatever it takes. I want you guys to get involved with this. Okay? I simply want you there's – there's a lot of things you can do, and I'll give you options. One, you can tweet at me, at POS Sarcasm on Twitter. Okay? I'm always happy to take your questions or, th- or thoughts or whatever. Okay? Two, you can go to you can simply contact us at Positive Sarcasm. Just go to positivesarcasm.com and hit the contact uh, button, okay? And then you can send us an email right from there. Simple as that, okay? Three, if you want to donate to the training, all the money that goes will go towards the supplements, okay? You just go to the contact page at positivesarcasm.com. There's a button there that says donate to my training. You can donate in any increment that I left there, okay? All right. And here's the here's my favorite way that you guys can help. And that includes that's everybody that's listening. And I've seen the subscriber list. You guys are there. So pay fucking attention. That would be the, rude. The first event, and the link is on the beginning of the page. Buy your tickets. Go take a day trip up to Maine. I will be buying my tickets for the November show. Okay. Totally. Let's do Go it. Go buy your tickets. I wish I could do September, but I can't. Go see an event. Understand what we're doing up there. And that's a smaller event. If you want to see what a much bigger amateur event is, go buy your tickets for November 1st. They'll be available soon enough. Okay? The tickets for the first event, September 27th, are $25, and that's all That's all day. That's for prejudging and for finals, like I said. Okay? Buy your tickets. Show your support for me. Because the more support you show, you show for me, the better chance I have of placing. Or maybe even winning. And that what first event is to just to get the jitters out of the way so when I walk on stage November 1st, I look like fucking Apollo. Rocky Four. No, Mr. Creed. Apollo Creed. No, the Greek god. Oh. Yeah, remember him? Anyways, um, like I said, just go to positivesarcasm.com, click on the bodybuilding, t- uh, the, the the press release ticket, and then um, you can buy your tickets there. But if you have any questions, just feel free to tweet at me, shoot us an email, whatever you want to do. I want your support, and uh, I may even need your support. So please help me yeah, out because support, this is right going to be my future. You, this is going to be part of my future going forward. With that being said, I'd like to turn the table over to you guys if you have yeah. any final comments or thoughts about any movies, any events um, you have coming up. 
and then we'll close up shop and get the F I'll, out of here. I like to say one thing about perseverance. Yep. Can we just recognize the uh, men's U.S. soccer team? Oh, it, it is World Cup time right now. It. We haven't really talked about sports as much. I know we don't really do a lot of sports, but I mean, men's World Cup team going one one and one in the qualifying round, and then losing a fucking ridiculous, like up and down. Why was there only a minute of stoppage time? I was so pissed. Oh, I have no idea. Did the commentators talk about that? I, I was watching know. it in French. I mean, they had three minutes of stoppage time. Three minutes in the first time. Yeah. And then they did what, a 30-minute 30 30 minute extended time. Yeah, and then like a minute at the and, end. And, I mean, the U.S. fucking played their hearts out in that game. We were if totally it, outmatched. Totally. Every time <laughs> they go out there, they're outmatched. Except if, for the goalie. And if it wasn't for uh, Howard, I mean, the guy had 16 saves on 18 shot attempts. I mean... It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And the thing is, you could tell every time he stopped the goal, he was yelling at his defenders. Like, oh, because they were letting him in. They were fucking yeah. all, they were all over the place. I don't know anything about soccer, and I could tell what was going they, on. You could tell those guys had their heads up their asses. Yeah, it was crazy. They really missed uh, Josie Altidore, though, uh, I'd say, in that Belgium game. Oh, they also missed uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. Mm. Uh, Kristen Stewart would not, was not able to attend. She but, wasn't there. Um, I mean, I just want to give a sh- I think we should recognize that. I mean, the World Cup is, what, every four years – uh, the U.S. usually loses. The so last USA two years. cares about soccer every four years. I mean, they think the U.S. cares. Yeah, the U.S. cares about soccer every four years. You're right. And everybody forgets that we do have an MLS league, and there is like all Kansas kinds of City other Na- national champs, right. bitch. The revolution. Beat you. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I watched the game. I know Shane did as well. Yeah, we good. During it, and it was just disappointing. There was times when we thought I, fe- I thought the U.S. was actually going to win this. He's and, close. Uh, they probably even if they, they had had, that chance on that uh that yeah, one play. Yeah, they had a couple of shots towards the end, but even if they had won, it probably wouldn't have been like they should have they should have won, you know what I mean? Yeah. Belgium was a better team. Well, still would have been cool though. It would have been awesome cuz they'd be playing what like uh Argentina or something oh, like that. Get a they would have got killed. Yeah. All right. Well, um yeah, it seems like we've got enough stuff here. Uh Mark, hope to see you again next week. Uh, like I said, hope to see what am I like a guest star? <laughs> I missed one week because I gotta go on a trip. I drink line and Google. I drink line and Kugels, and I gotta go on a trip for uh, something that's a family thing. And I get, you know, come on. Thanks for hosting us this week. Ratings go up. All right, I am very help, very happy to help host. It was awesome. I had a good time. Thanks for coming. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's okay. do it. Hit us up on Twitter at POS Sarcasm. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. Or just go to PositiveSarcasm.com and uh, hit us up there. You guys know what to do. Go out there and do it. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. And just yeah. remember, guys. One thing. But it was not Everywhere you look, there's something